Good evening, and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. Crazy times. Um, Tonight, I'm going to go see the Black Keys, and then tomorrow, Aftershock, and then Friday, Aftershock. And it's been fun, but I want this week to be over. Uh, I don't think I'll ever do this again, where it was like four in a row. Um, That's nuts. It really is nuts. But, you know, you do it, and... Yeah, the sugar last night was just wild. That's the way to open. I mean, well, they had opening acts, but the way they opened the show, they did it with their new song, Broken Cog. That, you know what? It was, that's, that was truly cinematic. Here they are, they're from Sweden. The way they opened, they had like these lights, they had these images. It was like something out of Aliens meets Predators. It really was. My friend was even taken aback by it. There was the strobe lights. There was the sounds. It was, I mean, it was packed. It was packed. You had to, like, look around people, you know. I I always get that where tall people, it's almost like you want to say to them, hey, you know, I am shorter than you. If you would let me in front of you. They, you know, that's not how people think. People, people are thinking about their own shit. They're they're inconsiderate in that aspect. And but it was a metal show, and I'm going to see them again on Friday. So, yeah, I may or may not film because you know it's like I I pretty much filmed that whole show. But see, I don't film like that. Like I'll film bits and pieces. But there were certain moments where I was like, it was like 14 minute video. Because Meshuga, their their shit is extensive. It is extensive, and um, they've been around for thirty one years. So I loved it. I loved the opening act uh, in Flames. They were great. Torch were good too. In Flames, that singer he he just knows how to provoke his audience, and I and I like that. And then Meshuga. Meshuga was just they spoke a little bit, but. And, and that's the thing. They're not there to speak. I think I think people are taken back by that. Is when an artist doesn't speak to the audience. They did, but they blaze right through. And I can understand that because you, you have a focus point. You know what I mean? And you're there to rock. And the night is the night is long and come on. But they 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 ended a lot sooner than I thought they would. I was I was really stunned by that. I was stunned by you know, because I, I was expecting them to go past like 11.30 and they didn't. So, yeah. As, as you can tell, I'm multitasking right now and I've got the hands free and it and it's crazy and that, but that's what you do. That's what you do when you go to Mountain View to go see the Black Keys. This is the First time I've ever seen them, and you know, I feel like Indiana Jones. You know, I'm going on my exploration. But Meshuga, I, I think I said this last night, is that they sound better live than they do on the record. Um, maybe it's a little bit of a compression thing, because all artists, you know, encounter that when you're making an album, and and you know. That's why they have like the spatial audio now. It's because it, it's really changed things dynamically. And um, yeah, 
I might finish the rest of this at the Black Keys concert in the stands. That's if they don't have me have one of those little pouches. And then it's like, oh, shit, bitch. You know what I mean? Um, but, yeah, it's it's been it's been a fun week. It's been uh, a week that I'm still stunned by. Like I said, Meshuga, if that's how you say their name properly, Meshuga blew me away. That shit was crazy. And you're and you're right there in it with them. And I said to my friend, did you want to do the balcony or floor? We did floor because you could see those fuckers. You literally could. I mean, they had beards and shit. And but seriously, it was like watching a, a movie. Very Nordic. And they just kind of stood there and, and played very intense. There was there was an intensity about Mishuga that other bands don't have. I can see why they toured with Tool. I really can. And then Tool were influenced by them because if you remember the song Jambi from 10,000 Days, the bass, um, Justin Chancellor was saying how it had a very Mishuga kind of sound. Like, oh my God, it sounds like Mishuga. So that's, that's saying something right there when you can borrow with, from other bands influentially. And, and they're from Sweden. Sweden Sweden has become this, and, and Norway as well, has become this hotbed of metal, death metal and, and extreme metal. Maybe it's the cold. I don't know. It, it's hard to say with that. It's hard to say. But it's intense, and I think that's why we all love it. Um, the image, the iconography. But Meshuggah have a long, long career. They have been doing this since the 1980s. They put out their first album in 1991. And if you go back into their catalog, in terms of their evolution, these guys are loud. They are fucking loud. This is this is not um, Britney Spears. This is just not... You could dance to this shit. I mean, people, people were in that pit. That's why I didn't go to the floor. I was like, no. And then also, my last time at the Warfield, where I saw Ministry, I lost my hearing in my left ear. And so, I, you know, there's that debate. Do I wear the earplugs? Oh, I'm not going to bring them with me tonight. Oh, well. Oh, well. <sighs> yeah. I really haven't needed earplugs since Deftones. There have been certain artists, you know, I'll go and it's like, okay. Like, even, even um, Behemoth, I didn't need the earplugs. But I was sitting at a table eating a pizza. You know, I, I, I decided to do that because I was like, you know what? Let, let's I, I didn't get into the pit. I didn't get on the floor. A part of me wanted to get on the floor and just watch them. But I like that vantage point where I can see all of the band members. Huh. So, yeah, it was it was extreme. It was extreme. But, you know, it's Mishuga. And we were chanting Mishuga. I mean... And if you don't know from studying Yiddish, Meshuga means crazy. It's Yiddish. <laughs> and, and they're well aware of that, that term. So I, I absolutely love them. I thought they were extraordinary. And um, I'll dive more into it later on. Um, yesterday we lost the uh, amazing Loretta Lynn. So I, I have a few questions for L- Loretta. Miss Lynn? 
you're gone now. How does it feel? Honey, I'll tell you something. I lived on this earth for 90 years. I'm from Butcher Holler. And, you know, and your granddaddy was from Kentucky, honey. Yes, he was. And so you understand. Hill people, you know, we're talented. But our, our bodies are very, 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 um, how do I say the word? They're very, um, um, sensitive. So the fact that I went out there, you know, I got married at 1500 and back in, you know, now that's considered a crime, but back then, you know, dude, dude just wooed me and everything. And I had him, all them kids. And then, you know, I got my sister, Crystal Gale, you know, um, Lynn or not Lynn. But, well, she got a different last name. And, you know, her book, Make My Blue Eyes Blue. So it's in the family business. You know what I mean? And so, Loretta, now that you're gone, what 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 are your hopes for your legacy? Well, my legacy's been written a long time ago. And I know that you saw Coal Miner's Daughter. And this is a film podcast. Yes, it is, ma'am. Thank you. Um, And Sister Space that, you know, even for Halloween, if they want her to dress up like me, go right ahead. Go right ahead. She earned that Academy Award. She sang those songs. You know what I mean? And, um, yeah. You know, we're taking it to Fist City. Now, you died in your sleep. Had you died awake, would you have raised your fist? Oh, most definitely, honey. You know, I would have been gone out singing. But in my dreams, I sang all the time. You know what I mean? So, it ain't nothing that a chicklin' dump, chip, chip dumpling, you know, don't fix over. So... Uh, what what was your favorite? I love Van, Van Leer Rose. Oh, yeah. You know, Jack White, I would have loved to work with him again. He was such a, a sweet baby. And um, you know what I mean? And, yeah, I love Portland, Oregon. I lived in Portland. You know, when I wrote those songs and I had them filed away and everything, and he found them, honey. Well, thank you, Miss Lynn. Um, I hope you enjoyed the afterlife. Oh, baby, everybody that I ever loved is here. Some of my kids, Patsy Klein, my husband, my parents, and, and, you know, um, Kenny Rogers. <laughs> well, thank you, Miss Lynn. You're welcome, baby. And so that was Loretta Lynn, um, the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. If you've never seen Cole Miner's Daughter, that is such a good film. You got Tommy Lee Jones as Doolittle Lynn, and you've got sissy spacek in her oscar-winning performance as loretta lynn i mean and you know there's actually actors out there that study that performance namely edward norton when edward norton was going to do the southern accent for um what was that film um was it primal fear yeah primal fear um and uh that's that's where he got the southern accent so uh i will hopefully be back When I'm in the stands, if not, unpleasant dreams. And so it's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. We are live from Aftershock. It's ended. It was wild. The moshers were crazy. I won't do that. Um, But yeah, it was was awesome. It was totally awesome. And... uh, there was a Stone Temple Pilots thing, but for me, my opinion, you can't replace Scott Weiland. Someone else singing his songs is just wrong. It's wrong. It's like Jim Morrison. 
<laughs> so that's the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast in a nutshell. Aftershock 2022. Tomorrow, Lamb of God, Meshuga, Danzig, although who knows? Unpleasant dreams. My God, Aftershock. It's done for now. I go back tomorrow. I'm going to go a little earlier. Uh, I want my Meshuggah and I want my Lamb of God, okay? That's who I want. It was amazing. Um, as you can tell, I'm a little happy. Yeah, you know? But hey, as Corey said, and we were burning up there. It was hot. And people were thirsty. And Corey, you know, it's the rain will kill us all. Throw ourselves against the wall. I'm thinking, yeah. Give us, he, he at one point took like a water bottle and just gouged some of the people. It wasn't enough, you know. I was hoping that they like had like a giant hose and just hose us all down. Then it's like Woodstock 99, or 94, sorry. 99 really sucked from what I heard. Very violent. Um, yeah, uh, I'm hopefully going to see Ben of Angry Dad Podcast tomorrow. Ben, Ben's tall guy. Um... Yeah, this this proves to you that I can hang with the Almies. When I go and we'll hang out, and I want you to make a special pizza for me, low carb, um, and put some gummies in it, you know, and, and we're, we're going to talk about the history of film. Oh, yeah. About all Al's years, probably. Um, this is the Dr. Seuss Film Podcast. I'm closing dreams. It's such a quickie. And quickies, you know, I mean, we give ourselves quickies. I don't like doing that in a podcast. I got dismantled today because, you know, people come over and feed me and it's like, God, 